Myself, Tony, Vegetable, Martin, yeah. we've got Ed, George, Cavalier, and of course Richard. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, no. Bastards, no. Hello, everyone. That's our Sopranos names. Yeah, and uh, we fifth up today. We're looking good. It's because it's casual wear your jeans to work day in the sales department, so we thought, Margaret, let's put suits on. Feels good. And they zig, we zag. Frankly, it looks like our parents are coming in. Yeah. The parents are coming in to see how the show is done. No, because it's, uh, I realise I don't, I've got two suits. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I don't have either of them at my house. The brown corduroy has gone missing. Really? That's, that's a goner. Uh, people want you to put that back on. But only for street abuse purposes. Sure, yeah, but it's all uh, part of the fun. It is all part of the fun. And uh, I, I had to bang together something. And I, and I think that I've left my suits at my old house yeah. where one Johnny boy used to live. So well, this is what I'm thinking. He that isn't a suit that you're wearing. No, no, no. No, it's a, it's a, it's a pair of Bermuda shorts and a top hat. Cobbled together. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's rolled. Yeah, it's Bermuda shorts, top hat. A suit does not make, Richard. No, no, this. On, on the way up here, you were asked if you were making a budget for this quarter. So you're moving up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. to be able to sneak into one of them uh, imagined pageants. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big ideas for us with this gear on. That's true. Yeah. We can consult on some stuff. I think there's a fine storm schedule. I've, got, I've got some first quarter points shaving I'm interested in. Oh, really? Points shaving. Okay, I'll mention the discovery tank. Okay. Sort that out. Anyway, enough about us. It's Easter almost. You know what I love? I love chocolate. Thursday, the thing that's a Friday, but it's a Friday. For a concert? Is that a number for our concert? We're not doing anything for the concert. The concert is not happening. It's April. We've got to make April work. Yeah, okay. We're under the pump on April. Are we? Promotions department again. See, we let you organise something yourself. <laughs> Shambles. People on your no. uh, MySpace are yeah. right behind it. Well, they're saying that they're going to be right behind it. They're going to be. I've seen some pretty good shots on there, but an Obi-Wan style cloak. Oh, yeah, no, we've got to set some rules, people. It's not eight. No, it's not. Uh, and then also, like, like well, there was a kid, a lovely picture of a little kid that that's, got sent in. No, that's beautiful. It's our first official entry. That's, uh, who's that from? Oh, that's from Jeffrey. Okay, Jeffrey Rassif. Look at that. But, did the kid know what it was for? <laughs> what use does a kid have for an iMac? That could just be a kid in a Batman costume in any, that could be years ago. That's exactly right. We just want the cape. Yeah. We, we don't want a whole Batman costume. No, no. another month. Yeah, it's not Batman-tober. Uh, what we're looking for is... You in ordinary dress going about your business, but with a cape on. With a cape on. That's as simple as that. A very poorly constructed cape. Please. It's uh, Thursday that thinks it's a Friday. I guess we've got to do a Friday show. All jokes must go. All jokes must go. What's been piling up? What have you got there, Red Cavalier? Oh dear. Uh, okay, a man who stole a Louis Vuitton handbag from the front seat of a parked car mm. uh, hid the money he found in his underpants, the Parramatta Court heard. Criminals, if you're listening, if you're listening, 
They always look in the undies, guys. It is the worst place to hide some cash. Mm. If you've, if, you know, broken into a car, grab yourself a Louis Vuitton bag and you've got some cash and the police are coming, swallow the money. Swallow the money. Don't never check internally. How about that guy who ate his own underpants? This is what I mean. Being pulled over. Yeah, but that was to avoid being busted for drink driving. Yeah, there's a lot of underpants here, though. Why so is it always beginning and end? Because you underpants? look, you go, where have I got? What's secret? What won't they go for? Underpants, underpants. Not true. Swallow the money. If you, yeah, you shelve the money, if you must. But if you've stolen larger goods, like power tools, you get a nice secluded place to really chomp down that power drill, you know? Okay, I think we uh, need to have less talk about shelving on this show. <laughs> That's me. Started it. Let's talk about upskirting. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people are calling up to say maybe less with the teabag gear. You know, the teabag gear. They didn't like the suggestion that Richard was putting out a dance single called Teabagging is My Fascination. <laughs> people were offended by that. I didn't mind it. So there won't be any more teabagging talk on the program, although Richard is uh, launching his autobiography, Under My Plums, this week. <laughs> Under my plums! <laughs> All right, that's got it out of our system. We have got big news coming up. I've got huge news. Big yeah. news. Oh more God. wacky side effects for people on Still Not. <laughs> that's oh, right. God, that'll be next. I'll get this. <laughs> Of the new album, let's get this 100% in the concert. What is this concert? That one. Still with you? No, us singing it. Because we, uh, Rich and I were discussing mm. concerts after uh, he had a go at me yesterday. Uh, oh, okay, that could be funny for about 45 seconds. Yeah, we're only doing 45. Concerts have to be like two or three hours. These no, days. We're, just, we're doing a tight 45 seconds of some of our favourites. We're doing the theme for Perfect Strangers. <laughs> Right. You'll, you'll be doing the John Mayer. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Nights in White Satin. No, you don't. I'll do Nights in White Satin, but I won't do John Mayer. That's off my old album. Yeah. Uh, I'm only playing new stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. And no, you don't, Richard. Oh, Richard uh, can do uh, You Got the Touch. Yeah, yeah you, you can do that. Yeah? Will yeah. you do it? Yeah, You Got the Touch. He's going to bring Charlene, 5,000, and I'll do a Chaz and Dave medley. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what it is, it's to get this crap night out. It's going to be in the world, <laughs> the world's worst bar, yeah. no stage, normal lighting, yep. one microphone, Charlene, 5,000, played by Rich. Mm-hmm. and a tape deck playing the backing track. If we can't get instrumentals, we'll just play it with their vocals and we'll sing over the top. Wow, we aim so high yeah. on this program. And, and well-known comedians, like all of our friends from the show, Rich, you were saying? Yeah. Trying to borrow money off you? <laughs> okay, that'd be, yeah, okay, so it's a crap night out and I'm broke at the end of it. <laughs> really exciting. Well... That's anti-sizzle. Hey? That is anti-sizzle. Get this crap right out. This is supposed to be our health and fitness segment. <laughs> Can you please count the ride? Any of our listeners are currently committing crimes and they thought that was the police. Well done. <laughs> trying to eat. Here's some good news. People who suffer from depression should just rub mud all over their body. This is this a friendly bacteria found in soil has the same uplifting effects as those produced by your expensive antidepressant drugs. Okay. That must be why those mud-wrestling women always look so happy and carefree. <laughs> now remember, if you're living in squalor, wallowing in your own filth, you're on the road to happiness, people. <laughs> that's good news, isn't it? <laughs> Health and fitness. What else? I think that just makes other people feel better. You get one depressed guy to lie around the mud rubbing himself. Everybody else thinks it's This funny. show looks bizarre. Three blokes in sitting around reading things out of the paper. It's like an accountant's comedy review. We're expecting Rich to raise interest rates any minute now. <laughs> That'd be just like him too. Yeah. What have you got there? Well, I have news of the Nikkei. What? No, I had a, uh, here we go, dog yoga. No. This, this is, uh, doga. 
Look, in the... <laughs> that's what they call it, don't they? Is it? Yeah, well, see, I joked about that years ago to my wife, who is a yoga teacher. Yeah, yeah, and dog That's because she works in the film industry, so <laughs> she has to have a second job. <laughs> and I'm saying, get the dogs to do yoga, call it doga. Oh, yeah, it's a bit of a pun. Moving on. Now they're doing it. They are. Doing Beverly it. Hills, people pay a fortune to take the dog to Doga. But dogs don't need it. Like, yeah. what, what, what is it? Well, they're already doing down-faced dogs, that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're already doing the up-the-arsener, as I call it. Yeah. But how much more flexible need a dog be? I mean, they can already lick themselves. <laughs> I mean, really, once you've got that covered, yeah, once yeah. the dog masters the short bus opening scene, <laughs> you're right. Really, there's no need to spend any more. There but what go. have you got there? No, that was it. There's a story that I left downstairs about uh, dogs doing yoga. But my point is, my point is, the national radio speaker, my point is that that we're winning. The cats versus dogs war. The cat people are clearly winning when you guys have to resort to yoga. I don't know about that. It's ridiculous. Are you sitting on medical news, Mr. Martha? I think this is medical news. Let's hear it. The Grim Reaper from the famous AIDS campaign. Back in the 80s. Back in the 80s. He's celebrating its 20th birthday. Wow. You will. This is a guy who was way ahead on the cable thing. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Not necessarily doing good work, wow. um, but 20 years, he still can't pick up the 7-10 split. <laughs> <laughs> but that's amazing, isn't it? 20 years. I didn't know it was 20 years ago. Such an incredible campaign. Yes, that's right. There you go. Uh, apparently, it saved 100,000 100, people. Mm. So, you know, it's actually done the opposite. Oh, okay. Like, the, the campaign. Are you sick? Yeah, that was that bloke with the two eyes in his first name. Oh, yeah, Simon. Yeah, see, that was countering the good work the commercial was doing. Who was Simon? He was this bloke from advertising decided, you know, more vowels were needed in the name. Mm. Yeah. That Cre- put me off. Creative force of the 80s. I almost went pro-A's for a while there, <laughs> just because of that. <laughs> Listen to this. This is all very interesting. We've talked about Stillnox before, the sleeping drug. Yeah. Legal firm Slater & Gordon is looking at a range of complaints of bizarre behaviours after taking the sleeping aid Stillnox. Now, we've heard of some of these before. Some people say they've had sex without knowing it. That's uh, quite good, I would have thought. Say goodbye yeah. to crippling guilt and self-loathing. <laughs> Put it behind you. We've had people driving cars yeah. without even knowing how they found the keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving around <laughs> in your sleep. Brilliant. <laughs> All these people are driving through the front of houses. Jumping 20 buses, that would be really impressive. If you could do that on Stillnox. We were talking about Stillnox gladiators. Mm. And people fighting without a care in the world, half yeah. asleep. Oh, Stillnox demo derby. A fantastic. That's the drowsy driver 500. That's a good idea. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> How about this? Yeah. In the, your big brother style, you get a village, a small village, let's say five, six hundred people in there. On Stillnox. Everyone's on the knocks. <laughs> See what happens. I like it. Listen to this. One patient gained 23 kilograms while taking Stillnox. After eating like a series of cats in their sleep? No, she was eating through the night. She had no idea how it happened until she was found asleep in front of an open and empty fridge. I know your pain. I know your pain. I think my Labrador must be on the Stillnox. <laughs> Try Palmox for dogs. <laughs> so this uh, pharmacist somebody somebody told uh <laughs> that patients complained of waking with cuts and bruises and no idea what's happened. Oh, that'd be just catching a cab with a footballer. <laughs> I would have thought. One plumber had started work on the gas mains during the night. The gas mains? Lighting a match and his whole kitchen exploded. She <laughs> oh. had a bad night's sleep. That's awful. That should be the, the, that guy should be the face of stillness. <laughs> just standing there in his kitchen, just a black face, here <laughs> up in the air. Get yourself a top night's sleep. Get some work done around the house. I did. 
thinks this still looks. There again, the police insisting that everything she does is magic. We've had a few calls here to get this desk at Triple M. Uh, Lisa has phoned up saying about that ad with uh, the Grim Reaper hey. bowling ace back in the 80s. Yeah. Her grandmother at that time thought, called up to say, I didn't know you could get AIDS from bowling. You've missed the point of the ad, haven't you? <laughs> See, ads like that very confusing. I remember when I was a kid, it was Jip. And they demonstrated, uh, you know, the things, stain-removing power of Jeff. And there was, I think there was someone on an ice skate just going round and round and round. Oh, yeah. And as a kid, I remember going, well, who's ice skating in your bath? Why would they say that? Mum, can we get some ice skates and see if that ad works? <laughs> How'd you go? You getting ice skates? No, I didn't go as far as that. Oh. I'll tell what I love. He's on the chaser when they see if things that ads oh, really work. Didn't see it last night. Did they do one of those? I didn't see that, no. They did um, the guy, uh, What If Life Were a Musical. <laughs> That's great fun. <laughs> and they did uh, the blind taxi driver and they did something with the West Coast Eagle. Oh, and they're sitting on gold, those people. An oasis of good stuff at the ABC. <laughs> uh, look at this today. Where we go. Massive article in the paper. Mark Scott, the new head of the ABC. Scotty boy. He's outlined his vision. Mark Scott's top priorities for the ABC. Here we go. Uh, let's see. First up, do whatever uh, Jared Henderson reckons. Right here. Okay, cool. um, and that's it, apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's all there is. I'm sure there'll be more. Like, a big photograph. He'll have another meeting at the Sydney Institute, and it's my dear Jared will tell him what he's supposed to do. A sitcom called Jared. But the wacky adventures of the head of the Sydney Institute and its mysterious source of funding that's never revealed. <laughs> We're talking television? Yeah. Is that because... There are now just four weeks to go until television's big names pat each other on their backside to the annual Logie Awards. Our listeners love TV. They watch it so damn closely. They do. I thought we were nerds. Listen to this email from Victoria Smith. She says... Good example of how thinly stretched Australian TV drama is these days. My boyfriend recently bought season one of two, uh, season one and two of Stingers on DVD. A, why is it out? B, who buy them? <laughs> okay, obviously Victoria's boyfriend is the answer. Is it, is it really working out, Victoria? I would see. I would wonder if this is. Is this the best you can do? The series seven. Yeah, I think you know. things are undercover. The series seven. I'm sure there was. Okay. I ran for years, figures. Anyway. Uh, there was an episode where the team were doing a sting on some Italian drug dealers, and one of the dealers had a blonde pregnant girlfriend who was the informant. Predictably, the girlfriend goes into labour during the sting, and Elpsy has to be the midwife. Skip for ten years. The same blonde girlfriend is now a regular on All Saints. Last night, same actress has got the pillow stuffed up her top again, being wheeled into the hospital and announcing to all and sundry that her waters have broken. And who should be playing the downtrodden husband pushing the wheelchair and making lame jokes about his wife wanting to rip his gonads off? Belsey! Belsey! Who else but a get this listener would notice that? Because you've got a lot of work there. First of all, you've got to start dating, allegedly, a bit of a loser. Then, <laughs> you've got to go through his DVD collection to find stingers. Then you have to watch it. Then you have to watch all things. Then you have to write in. I mean, stingers. There is no time for any outdoor activity. Good work. You know, the idea with a TV show on DVD is you're going to watch it again and again. Yeah. Now, Sopranos. I can understand that. Yeah. Kerber enthusiasm. Yeah. Stingers. It's a knockout. Yeah. Stingers. Stingers. I don't know. <laughs> Let's put on that classic episode 58 <laughs> of Stingers where the bloke got chased to the top of a high tower. Oh, gosh. That's right. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, let's watch that. Let's not go out. 
Uh, TV news. Somebody, remember we reported uh, a couple of weeks ago, somebody, somebody from Big Brother mm. 2000 something mm. uh, was trying to make her mark on such television shows as, and then a list of every television yeah. show. That's right. CTV Guide, <laughs> foreign correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck, because now, that's, so that's the kind of publicity that they want. Mm. What we have here is the publicity that they deserve, which is that they've been busted for drink driving, and they hadn't eaten all day, and they thought they'd be okay to drive. And can they please have a job? Oh, please, please, why are you hanging up the phone? <laughs> are you going to follow that up? Are you going to make me tick them off to see how many that woman appears on? Yeah. That's what it is. That's, you know. Victoria's boyfriend probably watches a lot of the shows. I'm just distracted by the idea that Stingers is on DVD. <laughs> I just can't imagine who would be buying it. So many great things that aren't on DVD. I know. That's, that's the issue, but you can get... I think you mentioned Punky Brewster. Yeah, you can get Punky Brewster. Every <laughs> single series of Punky Brewster. Hello, hello's on DVD. Hello, hello. You cannot get Serpico. <laughs> Pretty popular film. Cannot get it on DVD in this country. Did Stingers do a Serpico-esque oh, storyline? I'm sure they That'd be good enough for me. There's an ad that comes on TV occasionally that says, Have you started your... Uh, <laughs> this is true. Have you started your Aloha Low collection yet? <laughs> <laughs> Who's thinking about that? Well, I've crapped into this bag. Brought into your boss's office, uh, Dave. We're pretty happy with your work here at the company, but um, words going round, you haven't started your Aloha Low collection. No, What's the problem, no, mate? You said I've been back. But what? I promised I'll stay home and watch daytime TV and call in in the next ten minutes and get extra ten episodes. I will. I promise. I will. All right. Important TV news. Is that it? No. There's a guy who. Look at this guy. Uh, a biker who got scammed, biker chief, somebody, somebody, please don't kill us, uh, has, look at this, look at this, for when they do the telly movie, Ron Jeremy. Yeah, it's massively Ron Jeremy. Hey, Ron Jeremy. Look at that. Luckily, that bikey gang, I think, would take it as a compliment. Exactly. It is Ron Jeremy, after yeah, all. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, no, I wouldn't help you, but uh, there you they, go. they might not like that as much. Oh, no. <laughs> You are stunned. <laughs> hey, uh, people are going to be doing stuff over Easter. I think that's what happens now. People often leave the house and go on a holiday. Ridiculous. Third idea. We'd never do it in here. <laughs> no, when Stingers is on. But that's not going to stop Imagine the extra features. <laughs> deleted scenes. Deleted scowls from Felsby. Deleted drama. <laughs> uh, we're going to help you out with your holiday. We're going to do that next. I think that's what we are responsible for. But too Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier talking with his mouth full. Richard Marsden pushing buttons. No. I've timed my bite tone. <laughs> when Rich says one minute, that's my cue to chomp one. Hey? You're balancing a mixed grill on the edge of that table. <laughs> How do you do it? It's insane. Every time I look up, you're, you've got your, you know, your sort of mouth deep into a different meal. Yeah. yeah. It's like an overtime montage. Yes. Except it's within five minutes. <laughs> hey, listen to this. We haven't heard much from the pals and insiders recently in the women's mags, but Ian, one of our listeners, has been following things in the Who. Listen, they've been getting more specific about their sources. We now have a story about Beck and Leighton, which mentions, by the way, that Beck refers to herself as the Aussie Victoria Beckham. And then cue vomit sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anyone want to refer to themselves as another Victoria Beckham? It's nasty, isn't it? 
actually stop. One of these women who can spend as much money as you want, it's not going to make any money. You can't do it. Or you should do, just start again. Go in a sheep dip and an acid bath, just wash it all off, and then start again. No, get a local shop. League of gentlemen. And the hair? You know, I don't mind. You can look like what you want, but don't hold yourself up as an international beauty. I know. I know. And you can see a lot of ribs, but you can see them sort of up near a neck. Yeah. That's a bad look. Decorative ribs. Anyway, that's in the news. Alluring ribs. Tennis sources. Haven't had that one before. A story about Tom and Katie that refers to one of Katie's oldest and dearest friends and a top-level Scientology source. Oh, how stupid do they think we are? Oh, says them. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Who magazine thinks you're pretty stupid. We think the, you are an absolute moron, yeah. I remember they, about a year ago they got rid of their book section yeah. and replaced it with a food section. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> you liked it. I liked it. Great reading. Some of them are going, oh, nobody's reading books anymore. It's very good. It's more tits. That's <laughs> <laughs> the go. Well, I thank Tim for being such a... I uh, am. That is a really good idea for a segment. How stupid does who think we are? <laughs> that is a... That, we're going to... Well, I'm not going to do it because I'll, I'll say that I am. Yeah. Uh, Rich, yeah. you can get some figures happening. You check the Nick A. Tony. No, this is nothing to do with the fact that who came and sat in on a whole show last year, then interviewed us for an hour and never wrote a story oh because God. we were too boring. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I, I said we were too boring. Too boring? I forgot that. None of us have any children. I forgot that. She interviewed me about my dog for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, actually, that's not good reading. <laughs> uh, all right, I had a boob den installed for the article. Hey, I'll get a baby bump no, that's what it no, takes. I'll do shroud out. <laughs> yeah, we're covered. No dice. What's that other one? There's all these medical... They're uncovering medical conditions. I've shorted myself. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> love... Let's have some music, shall Sorry. we? Richard, can you do that thing where it sounds like it's going to be woolly bully and then it turns into something uh, else by the Chili Peppers? Can you do that one? So going from Sam, Sham and the Pharaohs to... A sudden gear change. Something that, that, that gives some lyrics that, that rhyme with umpty thump or... All right, take it away. All right. <laughs> Chili Peppers, it's get this on Triple M. It's almost a weekend, one day yeah. early. Good one for the concert, that one, because I think it's in my range. Concert, this concert. I love how it's just a concert. You haven't even got a name for it. Crap like, night out. Crap night out. It's gone from a concert to the concert <laughs> <laughs> that has been planned. It'll be the concert of the century, Michael Gadinsky style. Might be. Okay. Speaking of the choir boys, let's have some great music right here in Talkback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners living in German art communes. I love it with the moment. Thursday pretends to be Friday. Just makes Thursday so much sexier. No, the sexy new time of Thursday. It pretends to be another day. Uh, yeah, you're wearing grays. <laughs> We're all wearing suits in here because the sales department have gone casual. Well, I got soup on mine, so we've gone unnecessarily sleepy. <laughs> you that, Tony? Pretty. We look like. I don't know. We look like we've got our day in court. We look like we've driven through someone's house yeah. and then we've quickly had to like, chuck a suit together to try and make ourselves look respectable. It's get this for the three defendants. <laughs> Can I ask, is that is that a short sleeve shirt? Because are you like yeah. the Mac on Middle Dad or Sipowitz or Homer Simpson wearing a short sleeve shirt with the tie? Yeah. Let's go. Is that uh, <laughs> no, Richard, it's a long okay. sleeve shirt. Is that uh, later hose that you're wearing? Is that 
you know. You're David branding your tie, too. You're doing good. a bit of tie fiddling. Yeah. yeah, it's good. So much tie fiddling. <laughs> if, uh, you what know, are you doing? Cool uniform you're wearing, Richard? Yeah. What are people doing over the weekend? Well, I tell you, if you're thinking of having sex over the weekend, heed the treasurer's advice. Have one for mum, <laughs> one for dad, and one for the country. Oh, he loves talking dirty, Peter Costello. These days you can go on Virgin, but Virgin doesn't have the number of roots. Oh, look, please. This isn't the forum for that sort of language, Bill, Mr. Costello. What we want to know is, what are you doing over Easter? Call us up, tell us, mm. and we'll help enhance it. We're going to juice it. We're going to pimp your weekend. Yeah. Yeah, pimp, pimp your weekend. Uh, really? Gonna, yeah, we got. Look, we go outside a lot. Mm. We know what's happening around town. Yeah. Uh, so we are, we are your men. I'm going outside this weekend. I'm getting out to the Melbourne International <laughs> Comedy Festival. Brilliant. And my status is one of comedy's old bars. Yeah. What are you doing? You go down to the town hall. Young comedians help you up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> And then you get seen with them, and you somehow it makes you look slightly younger and cooler. Do you accuse all of the younger comedians of stealing, like using your old material? Uh, no, but I'll just correct them and say, in my day. Oh yeah, yeah, a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. just a bit condescending. Oh yeah, up on a bit of a high. Yeah, good on you, Stone. No, I'm going to be in there, and here's my obscure comedy festival recommendation for people visiting uh, Melbourne. 6:30 at the Elephant and Wheelbarrow. Big Plume oh. is going off. Big Plume. That is a cult figure from comedy, Big Plume. How would you even describe him to anyone? He was in totally full frontal of the event. There we go. And uh, most recently, from uh, he did a commercial, I believe it was for a car company, where he was playing Nostradamus. Oh, was that him? And he lays down a wad of cash on the table. And great line, he goes, had a bit of luck on the dish lickers. Woof. <laughs> It's one of the best performances you'll ever see. I think he improved the wolf. It's brilliant. But you know, forget that. His, his name is Vic Plume. Oh, right. It's such a good name. All me plumes. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> we should. <laughs> All right. Hey, Mark Watson, don't think if you're in another state, if you're not down in Melbourne, no. there's nothing for you because Mark Watson, one of the best acts at this year's festival, is with us in the next hour. Bang. Mm. That's what I'm doing. What are you doing, Mr. Cavalier? Nothing. Uh, nothing. Uh, Over oh. the weekend, nothing. Yeah, no, all day, not. That's right. I bought a little thing that you, you speak into. You know the little dictaphone? Oh, you followed my full Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll be sitting around talking into that for a long of it. Uh, I'll be going to the comedy festival a lot. Yes. Uh, in, in Melbourne. Yeah. That me pretending that I'm not in Melbourne. <laughs> uh, and then I'll be doing other things in other states. <laughs> I'll be walking the story bridge in Brisbane. I'll be... Uh, Turning your lights off for an hour. Yeah, they're all in Veal Gardens in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> this is job. I'll, so I'll be going around the states. No, nah, don't, don't. My family's all in other cities, so I'll be sitting at home with an, having an Easter egg hunt with myself. <laughs> oh God, it's sad. It sounds a bit sad when you say it out loud. Richard, uh, my family also are in the states, so I'll be having an orphan's Easter, and um, yeah. we'll actually we'll get together. Yeah, well, let's. We'll think. I'll think about that. <laughs> No, we talk about the concert. Yeah. Okay. We'll put we'll put some uh, we'll get some schematics going for the concert. Uh, <laughs> maybe Rove isn't busy. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, right, yeah. yeah. I'm doing some work. And You'll be on Rove. Rove, of course, Sunday night. Getting yeah. art in the rating. Yeah. yeah. It's more of a comedy show this year. Yeah. That's got to be a good thing. Less gardening, which I'm liking. Oh, it's always fun to work on Rove. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'll be on there, but hopefully I'll get on. You've already filmed something. I, I filmed something with Ryan Sheldon. I, oh, what is it? What are you wearing? Uh, I am actually wearing. This is terrible. I didn't even know I was going to be in the sketch, and I just rolled up and I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm your makeup done. Yeah, it was your hair done, Naomi Robson style. <laughs>
Um, and uh, yeah, so that could be coming up. What is it? What is it? Is that, I, think, I think it's a rich list parody. Okay. What are you doing? What's the costume? I'm, I'm, a, I'm just me. I'm a You're, you're, you're rich, rich in the rich list, like the Richard list. Is it's, that the idea? It should be. Yeah, but, it should um, be. Uh, but you'll be. I just can. He's going to appear on the end of that new couch they've got. Yeah. And he's just going to punch up yeah, every week. Off the couch. You. London Road. Yeah. That's where it's heading. That's the dream. Um, but I'm about four years behind people because I'm just starting to watch Lost. That's terrible. Look, let me give you the let me give you an update because they watch it all the time at my house. Don't give me any listen, no, listen, Rich. It's just years and years of wandering through the forest, hoping there's a trapdoor. Yeah. Every now and again, someone will come out and oh look, we've magically found someone else on this island. Mm-hmm. Oh look, we've magically found. 30 other people. Oh, look, there's a whole city. Maybe they're locked on Manhattan Island. It's packed to the rafters. Certainly with hot people. It's the most densely populated deserted island the world's ever seen. I shouldn't have brought it up because I've been dodging spoiler bullets from that show. Oh, really? (laughs) For about four years. Okay, let's see if we can ruin someone else's weekend. Call us up, listeners. Tell us your plans for Easter. We're going to make them better. Are we? Let's see if it happens. One triple three five three. What are people up to? How can we help? Hello, Mel. No. Hello, Natalie. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys going? Good, thank you. What are you doing? Well, I'm from Sydney. Coming down to Melbourne because my boyfriend is doing a jet fighter ride in Ballarat. Oh, wait, but do you get to go on the jet fighter ride? No, I'm just the one who paid for it. Oh, that sucks. Um, so, can anyone do this? Yeah, yeah, yes. Pay your money, you can do it. How much does that cost? Oh, um, about three and a half grand for about half hour. You're kidding me. No. You are kidding. You, you, wow, you could have made it. Is mentally totting up how many DVDs that is. Yeah, you could. <laughs> do, you, do you understand how good a Birdman rally costume you could have built for three and a half thousand dollars? That is incredible. So, wait a sec. So, does he get to blow anything up for three and a half grand? That could get me arrested. I'm not going to answer that question. All right. Well, so, has he been you know, saving for ages? or is No, no, Natalie's paying for it. Oh, Natalie. <laughs> right. It's a Christmas present. This is a big-ass Christmas this present. Is, what did you get from him for Christmas? Um, right, I can't have the phone I'm talking on. <laughs> the phone you're talking on? Yeah. The phone that he bought for $0 on a plane. <laughs> yeah, Natalie, this is a gym. This relationship is doomed. I think it's as simple You'll be getting Stinger's DVDs for your birthday if you're not careful. Well, well, good luck with that. Hopefully, it's not one of those uh, jalopies that uh, Brendan Nelson went for by mistake. Uh, look, Hopefully not. I reckon the only way you can, uh, well, how are we going to use that up by? Uh, he wants to go to the comedy festival, and I'm not keen on it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, not keen on the comedy festival. That's that's um, yeah. that's yeah. You wouldn't want to go and just yeah. laugh your guts out for about fifteen bucks. Yeah, no, you'd rather spend three and a half grand watching your boyfriend fly past at six hundred kilometres an hour. <laughs> Down blousing as he goes. Yeah. All right, thank you, Natalie. Very kind. Nice to talk to you. Hello, Damien. How are you? Good day, guys. Love the show. Thank you, bro. What uh, What are you doing? I'm um, taking my girlfriend to Tassie. I'm um, mm. to propose to her. Oh. And then going to Queensland after that. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty nice. But mm. uh, so hang on a sec. So you're going to propose to her, did you say? Going to. Yeah, yeah, right, and you've just assumed that so few people listen to Get This, there won't matter if you say it on the show, because... No, I don't care, I love her anyway. So. Oh, oh, nice, Damien, you, you're a nice man, you know what? You're a nice man. And that's, uh, What are you going to do in Hobart? Will you take her to both the Cascade and the uh, Bogues factories? 
Um, probably to the Cadbury one because she loves it there. I've been to the Cadbury one, Damien. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm going to hire a car and drive around Tassie and then fly up to Queensland. So, yeah, Damien, I've done the drive around Tassie and we broke up soon after we got back. So I don't know if it's the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not sure if Ed's life serves as a universal template. I will say that. You know, are you eating seven sandwiches while you're making this call? No. 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 What else is well, look, good luck, Damien. I hope it all goes well. I hope it doesn't fall apart within a matter of day and a half like it did for me. Thank you very much. No. Weren't we supposed to enhance these ideas? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we told him he was a nice man. Hi, yeah. Hi Chris. How are you? Yeah, good, boys. How you doing? Good, man. What are you going doing? Um, I'm going to go uh, uh, spear fishing in a kayak off uh, North Head. And shoot it fish to the in the water. No, 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 no. We use the kayak because we can't afford a boat. Ah. We jump in the kayak and uh, we anchor the kayak mm-hmm. and then we uh, jump in the water. Mm-hmm. Well, we used to fish off them, but it mm-hmm. just took too long for the fish to get on the lines. Uh, yeah, look, so that's we decided to just go after them. Yeah, look, I think it's fair enough. I think this can only be enhanced with alcohol. I think that's yeah, the answer yeah. here. <laughs> that's what you said to me last time. Really? <laughs> Standard <laughs> advice on this program. Hey, uh, did we advise you to get drunk last time you called the show, sir? No, last time I called the show, I found 800 bucks and I went straight down oh, to the land. Oh, right, yeah, 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 that's oh, fun yeah. part of the land. You're a man of the world, Chris. Uh, congratulated me. How about this, Chris? Because I went, uh, went on a fishing trip, the only fishing trip I've ever been on, uh, apart from Xbox fishing, and, it's to, uh, and I saw a guy catch a, a lobster with his bare hands. How about some of that action? Nice, oh, nice. Oh, yeah, mate, you've got to find them horns, but... I don't know. They're just underneath rocks. I don't like going under rocks. Yeah, why would you want to go under rocks when you could shoot at them from uh, meters yeah, away? Yeah, Fair enough. Back, yeah. If you don't catch anything, do what my stepfather used to do, which is uh, pay some people to be photographed with their fish. No, oh. <laughs> that's a good one. Thanks, Chris. I think we have time for one more. Hey, Russ, how are you? Yeah, good. Not bad. What are you doing this weekend? I get the sheer unadulterated pleasure of scraping people up off the road and taking them to hospital. Oh. oh. Nothing you do for fun, or this is actually your job? <laughs> it's my job. I'm a paramedic. Oh, really, Russ? Yeah. Russ, do you got sticky fingers, like they say, everybody, they all do? <laughs> <laughs> we wash them. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. And, and can I ask, uh, what is your favourite ambulance movie? Uh, it'd have to be uh, Bringing Out the Dead, Nick Cage. Really? <laughs> How do you rate uh, Mother Jugs and Speed? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the record Welsh part was all right. Yeah, Jugs, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Hey, well, Russ, uh, you know, I hope you have a good weekend and hopefully it's not busy. That's, yeah. up, to, that's up to the public. Yeah, yeah, that is up to the Apparently public. Apparently, Ed's way to enhance that is from stealing. Yeah. <laughs> Just stealing from the victim. But look, Russ, look out for the footy players, dude. They're high on the gear and they're swinging, you know? They'll come out swinging. That's their go. Uh, right. Thank you to help the nation once yeah. again. Thanks to everyone who called those who didn't. We will get to you next time, and we'll be back in the next hour, or is it the remainder of this hour? Mm. With comedian Mark Watson. Thursday, 
it did make me think, if I put this much effort or inspiration into any other aspect of my life, I'd, I'd actually maybe have some sort of legacy. <laughs> and uh, is it all new material? I mean, you're not re- you're not sneaking something into the 34th hour that you, no, you did in the second hour? Not only is it new material, it's not even material. It's, it's just more like a nervous breakdown, a long, a long public nervous breakdown. <laughs> so how do you top that? I mean, what is this year's Edinburgh? Um, I'm, well, I'm going back to doing 24 hours in Edinburgh this year, but with this uh, twist, which is um, I'm doing environmentally themed show this year. Oh, I'm, doing, I'm doing a project at home to um, encourage people like me who are a bit crap at the environment to try and all get better. Like Weight Watchers, okay. so instead of being fat, um, people who are not very greedy. Do you have Weight Watchers here? Yeah, 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 Watchers. Bit, yeah I'm trying to do a sort of um, like no pressure, low confrontation sort of green thing because that's the you know, whole idea is green people tend to be a bit in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Britain's yeah. not like being told anything. No, um, Britain's not like anything. Britain is rubbish. Can I talk about how I want to be in Australia? I can't imagine, you know, this is obviously stereotyping the British, but I can't imagine the cast of EastEnders going along to see an inconvenient truth. Precisely, no. I don't think most of them are much beyond Shrek at best. And yeah, so I'm doing that as a sort of an edge, but I'm doing this Melbourne. I think the 24 hour show format suits Melbourne quite well because you're well, famously Australian. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any old Tom. Any old Tom. I mean, it's just something like that. <laughs> no, we are on for a mad idea. I mean, this yes, is the hardest thing. Birdman rally. Precisely. Yeah. It is a, it is, this is a mad idea. And um, uh, it, it sort of relies on people getting involved in doing... We send people out to do stunts and people come right. back. And it's, it's a massive, great... It's like a sort of reality TV... Like yeah, 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 people's ears have pricked up. I can be on TV. Yeah, imagine, yeah. It's imagine reality TV, but without TV, and and more like everyone being a bit crazy. You just got one wooden camera that's not even got any film. It's just you made it out of Lego and yep. put it in the back of the thing and put TV auditions out the front. Yeah, you'd get some money. You'll be paying if you blew, blew the place up then. There's so much fake tan. The wooden <laughs> camera. You speak as if making a camera out of Lego is Charles Day, but uh, I'll, I'll push it. You, don't, you don't mean I can barely get my shoes on in the morning. I'm the clumsiest bugger in the world. The idea of making anything out of Lego is horrifying to me. Mark Watson does not do a 24-hour show every time. He has a normal prop show. He's doing it once. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about that next. Let's get shine on here and get this on Triple M. The name Mark Watson may not yet be a household one here in Australia, but he's a damn fine stand-up comedian. One of the best you'll see at this year's Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Just took a call during the song and claims that someone wants to pass Ed. What's going on? What are you guys talking about? Yes, well, my friend, uh, uh called and it was one of these things. I'll oh, say hello to Ed for me. Fine. Not to us. Then suddenly it's passion. This again is Australia for you. Yeah, people are so permanently oversexed the whole time. Let's calm down, Australia. There's plenty of time. Well, we have our federal treasurer in this country urging people to have more sex. <laughs> For me, it's a fantastic irony that Britain is, you know, chronically overfull of people. If we have one more person in Britain, we're all going to kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> here, you've got adverts going, why don't you come and live here? And, and this is clearly the best country in the world, and Britain's clearly about the sixth worst country in the world. It's absolutely ludicrous. I'm coming here. I'm, I'm just going to come here. My whole show is, is turning into just a rant about how I'd rather be in Australia. <laughs> well, what they do have in England that we like, and it doesn't always come out here, is the comedy programs on the television. Oh, yeah. Great ones. And now yeah. this fantastic invention, YouTube, and you can see all the stuff the ABC listeners see. Yep. Listeners, go to YouTube and type in Time Trumpet mm-hmm. and see Mark Watson and Armando Iannucci 
going on. Now, what is Time Trump? If people won't know what it is, explain what it is. It's a show, uh, the idea is it's a, one of these um, shows where people endlessly bang on about the past and go, oh, do you remember Take That? Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. these shows? Oh, yes, yes. I remember yes. 1997. It's horrendous. Oh, what a year. Yeah. yeah, what a year. <laughs> there you are. It's normally called I Love in oh, Britain. Oh, yeah. I Love the 90s. I Love oh. the crap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's literally almost things like, you know, top 100 use of mirrors in yeah. films. Yeah. Like, yeah. Top 100 people <laughs> have eaten on oh. Oh, you know, absolutely. So it's a satire. Time Trump is a satire of that. And the idea is it's, um, it's uh, set in the future, yeah. looking back at the time that hasn't happened yet. So it's like, oh, in 2010, such and such a thing happened. Charlotte Church vomited herself inside out. There's a with Tony Blair. He's ghost. That's he finally goes crazy. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, um, it's and the way it was done was simply that um, it was nearly all improvised. It's, look, it's, wow. it's, it's amazing. So I'm on YouTube, but probably some people will have seen him. Uh, in Australia, he's, um, uh, he was one of the producers and writers of the Alan Partridge show. There you go. Yeah. Also, didn't get here. Uh, I'm not Alan Partridge. No, it was on yeah. cable, and it was. Oh, we talked about this last year. Yeah, yeah. It's astonishing. It no. be huge. We got yeah. birds of a feather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you lucky people. <laughs> Have you ever seen a show called Monarch of the Glen? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. We've got plenty of that. No wonder people. You look down on the Brits. <laughs> not only. We Rubbish at cricket. We're sending you deliberately sending you dross. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was just—it's like hustling. We're <laughs> <laughs> getting into a, a fake sense of security, and then we're going to blitz you in five years' time. But I'm—I'm um, she's one of the funniest and best yeah. uh, people in Britain. Well, not one of the best people. More well, than well, you know, no, crazy. <laughs> 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 he's certainly one of the most outstanding. Um, <laughs> he made a show called The Point. Pick of It, which yeah. won all the BAFTA awards, and which yeah. the ABC have threatened to show several times. We've yet to see. Very good show, which features Chris Anderson, who's great. And it's a great show. Um, Time Trump, it was um, a sort of one of these successes where the BBC get a bit twitchy and think, oh, this is a rather odd show. I, um, the, I, it was extremely odd, I can't emphasize that. Yeah. There was a whole um, episode which was largely about David Beckham um, having, him, having himself turned into a centaur, like having himself grafted <laughs> into the body of a horse. And, uh, that was an idea we just talked about, and I, and I went away from that meeting thinking, well, that's one idea that will not be in the show. And then a week later, I got to the, the shoot and there's a horse box. Uh, he's really done it this time. But there's great stuff like with, uh, interview Jamie Oliver in the year 20, was it 2032 or something? Yes, they'd always look alike for people. Uh, they were good doing castings for people who look like a 65 and those bits were brilliant to see this, this guy look like <laughs> ancient Jamie Oliver yeah of course in those days it was all cooking right? and I don't like food anymore yeah it's very specific thing to look for someone who, who looks like Anne Robinson will look like one day or whatever comedy festival time for us is a chance for all these British and Irish and Scottish comedians to come on the show and tell us about all the great programs we're not getting out here yeah yeah yeah, I, I mean, I think the thick of it and time trumpet are the two big things that you've missed. We well, have Little Britain, so there you go. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing. They think if they're giving us Little Britain, everyone will think, well, that's it. Yeah. Really, that's all yeah. that's going on. But a lot of people in Britain think that comedy begins and ends with Little Britain. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Well, I don't have enough merchandise from them yet. You know what I mean? I've got the detail. <laughs> yeah. I've got all of the talking I dolls. Think, I don't think they've exploited the possibility yeah, of merchandise. Really. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> or merch, as you call it. Yeah. Uh, bed sheets, but where are the life-size standees? You know? George, isn't it? Why haven't we yet minted coins with <laughs> Little Britain boys on? I don't think that, as a, as a nation, I don't think Britain has responded to Little Britain in, a, in uh, anything like the way we should have done. I think we need to make a huge fuss and make out that they're the best people of all time. That's what we need to do. Let's have some bloody merch. <laughs> Love a bit. What merch are you doing? If someone comes along to see your show, what can they buy? 
Uh, nothing. Hey, what's frustrating? I've written a book. I've got a novel out in the UK. Oh, yeah. Um, You've actually told us about this book. Oh, yeah, it's been out for I've, I've got another one coming out this and year. And I'm the most important person in the world. I have to say, unlike a lot of novels written by British comedians, this one is apparently quite good and getting very good reviews. Yeah, but unfortunately, I've had difficulties getting Random House UK to talk to Random House. It's meant to be on sale as merch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but publishers... Um, uh, Publishers have this thing where they don't really want too many people to know about or buy the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not what they're into. You know, you go to a publisher and say, "Oh, I'm going to be playing to a couple hundred people every night in Australia. They could buy the book." We go, well, yes, don't. I, no, I'm not sure. That's the main idea. What you should do instead is do like some radio show in Britain that nobody in the right mind listens to, <laughs> and then kill yourself because no one reads your book. Yes, that's publishers. <laughs> no, you've got to do uh, something like. Because uh, see, we get. If, if people haven't heard of you because you're on a show like Little Britain out here, you have to become famous in those mags that you can see there. Like, who's Jade Goody? Who is Jade Goody? See, we don't know who that is, but we know that... I know that name. To be able to ask who's Jade Goody, you're a lucky man. <laughs> and, um, Jade Goody is an appalling woman who, um, has, uh, uh, she's, but it's not really... Well, it is her fault, she's an idiot, but um, it's that... Uh, She's uh, an awful woman who uh, rose to fame by doing the third series of Big Brother. Wow. And she, but she became, you know, but sorry, this gets me angry about Britain as well. I'm sticking about here. Um, Feel free to stand if you want, Mark. We often do that. To be honest, the other day uh, in Adelaide, I got uh, so drunk that uh, I was not just saying idiotic things like people do in the drunk, but actually standing up, shouting at people. <laughs> yeah, like a group of us in a pub, everyone else was sitting down, and I was standing up, declaiming at people, and now my friends. Every time someone does an impression of me, they do it standing up, raving like a lord. <laughs> and uh, it's extremely humiliating. So, so now, every time I stand up, now I think about um, that. So, Jay Goody, I'm yeah. so drunk, I claim to be very, very good at tennis. And like one of the top ten I don't remember this. I just know because the next day people were texting me saying, Fancy game of tennis. And I thought, what the hell are you talking about? And it turns out, um, yeah, Jay Goody is an idiot who, um, but the trouble is, Britain has this thing of. Um, this um like nice but ill ill advised things that are oh, anyone can become famous anyone can yeah, hate that. So the reason we took well not we I've always hated her guts but the reason that <laughs> Britain took Jay Goody under its wing is because she um exemplifies some half assed British idea of like this an ordinary girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then but an ordinary girl with huge an ordinary girl with um massive breasts fairly massive but rather unpleasant breasts. Yeah. Then an aesthetic point of view. <laughs> and I only I feel like that's probably rude to say that but it's just because she um because she, she she's now some sort of Ironic sex that I can't yeah, find. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got nothing against her. I just hate what she represents, which is Britain's pathetic, small-minded culture. And um, <laughs> Jade Goody, um, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really. So I'm really what's she but basically, it's not her. But then, yeah, this this year she um she was on Celebrity Big Brother, the even. Oh, that's what I can't take. And she um she she said some racist things. Oh, that's right. That's Britain got massively self-righteous, not realizing that the whole reason that if you put idiots on TV and make them really famous, then you can't you can't be able to say idiotic things. Yeah, you see the point. The point here is, Mark, if you had done that yourself, maybe your book would be out. I know, Tony. <laughs> that's why I'm pleased to announce I'm going on Big Brother. And he's going to be racist as. Hey, we're going to play. This is perfect. This is a perfect setup for a new segment called What Have You Done? That's right. We've been in the think tank today. <laughs> what have you done? Keith this Richards is like gold. <laughs> Keith Richards has done something. What have you done? Yeah, this is the real today, should I?
Triple M, uh, the program <laughs> <laughs> continues through the ads. Mate, what's this? I just done my best up off our gold for Street Team. It's been gold. Now, Mark, Mark Watson is with us. Just tell us the name of your show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. It's called I'm Worried I'm Starting to Hate Almost Everyone in the World. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably imagine. It's not looking good for us. Yeah, but it's hard <laughs> because here, I don't, yeah, I, I, should have, I should have called it Isn't Britain Crap? You're so full of goodwill uh, for Australia. It's just a, the thing is, you know, a, British people tend to sort of have this, still have this colonial, slightly demeaning attitude. Oh, yeah, they're great at sport and barbecues, but it's not me. You know, this idea that Australia has, like, you know, somehow is lacking culture and things like okay. that. Melbourne, it's a, it's, it's have they not seen Dancing funny. with the Stars? Yeah, I mean, we I think maybe they have, that's the problem. <laughs> We've got Big Brother here too, man. Exactly. Yeah. And before you start looking down. Yeah, yeah. basically, I just, uh, I think that, um, I think it's a wonderful, and I think Melbourne, well, the whole of Australia, Australia's just, because you've been all around Mount Isa, because you go and do the tour as well, all up to Queensland, Queensland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some of these not lovely places, but, uh, <laughs> but all you know, thinking, the idiots. Well, I think that's the other thing, people are saying, oh, go to Queensland, you'll go to all these redneck towns, but the worst places we went were still better than a lot of beautiful places. Still better than the end of London. Yeah, let me spot it up. 700 people in a theatre, so that's better than Britain. Nobody smashing you in the face with a bottle. That's better than Britain. I'm sorry to keep going about this, but anyone who does not come and live in Australia is an idiot. All right, snorted. We were going to play. Well, we are going to do it. We're going to do What Have You Done. Mark likes the sound of that segment. We did a segment last week called What Looks Dodgy. Yeah, I had something that looked pretty dodgy. Oh, yeah, what did you do? Uh, we had some mice in our house. We had to put mouse trap. Oh. Got this mouse trap, and it's a sort of like little tube, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had this dead mouse in the trap. I had to go and um, shake it into the shake it out of this tube into the bushes because it's dead. Um, and the policeman came to us, what are you doing, mate? And I realised that I basically just you can imagine it looked like I was masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> And I was saying to go, no, no, there's a mouse in here, there's a mouse in here. And I'm not entirely sure you believe me. It, was, uh, it, was, it wasn't the best moment of my life. Any time, any time it's you know, a choice between uh, is he masturbating or is he shaking a mouse out of a tube? Either way, my life's not working out that way. He wasn't doing anything illegal. He was disposing of a body. I was just dumping a dead road in the still not that great, though. Well, but what have you done? Seems like yeah. a very, very wide topic. Let's not play what looks dodgy. Let's play what have you done. And Keith Richards, I think is leading the charge. Oh, we'll that next on Get This. That's the Vapors here and Get This turning Japanese. Mark Watson is with us. He's got a damn fine show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. He could well be coming to your town if you're not in Melbourne. And we're playing What Have You Done Now? You're from the country that gave us the Rolling Stones, Keith Richards. I mean, what has he not done? What has he not done? And I think everyone's heard the story about what he did with uh, his dad's ashes. Listen to this. Even newsreaders are having trouble keeping a straight face. This is Helen Kapalos on the uh, Melbourne Channel 10 News last night. The Rolling Stones guitarist has revealed he snorted his father's ashes during a cocaine binge. <laughs> the 63-year-old told a British music magazine that after his father was cremated, he couldn't resist grinding him up with some cocaine. But Richards died five years ago. Yeah, he's like <laughs> And there seems to be something funny about the weather. That's <laughs> correct. Well covered. That's well covered. Now, excellent broadcasting. I think yeah. he's had a bit of the act. Is there a question yeah, today that he was actually joking, Richard? Well, remember yesterday we talked about this story and we mm. thought that maybe he was full of it. 
because right. that was the topic. Who's full of it? And we suggested that Keith Richards. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Richards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently he just refuted the story and said I was just joking. Oh, uh, it's really like, you can't say I couldn't resist grinding up my father. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. It's like I couldn't resist having an egg or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the sort of thing you can not resist. <laughs> Is Keith Richards dead, the good stuff? I think Ozzy Osbourne's dead. Especially the good oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that is wicked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you just can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you get it over here. Stuff like Osbourne's dad. <laughs> what have you done? That's what we're saying today. Listen, not, not what drugs have you done. No. Don't misinterpret it. It's just what mad antics but also, you got up to. This is get this. So, mm. you know, if it's mundane, that's all right. Yeah. Put some washing out. Let's, let's hear about it. Uh, mean, uh, it's hard to top, you know, what have you done, a 24-hour comedy gig. Yeah, that's, that's pretty Mark good. Done. I mean, would that be your best, what have you done, Mark? Well, at the end of the 24 hours, I proposed to my wife, oh. my then-girlfriend. Was that just last year? Or? Uh, this is the first one, so 2004. Right. Right. That, that was the best thing I've done in my life. That's an amazing thing. I didn't yeah. plan on doing it, I just did it. And then, it, like, obviously, to propose in front, well, all these people were crying and stuff, so, so you don't oh. normally, it's the one time in my life I felt I'm doing something that actually matters across the rest of yeah. yeah. were, were they crying at the end of the show and you did the proposal to get them back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was kind of a last bit. It's a big kind of thing. Normally, I would try and save a show by any other means than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, too. I mean, it would have cast a bit of a cloud over 24 hours of history and comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she knew that, and that's why she's married to me. Team player. Done. I'm trying to think. I've done most of my what have you done on this show over the last year. But uh, see what my sister has done. She got on to Australia's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop laughing. We've, we've, got that. we've got that now as well. You've got Australia's Got Talent. Britain's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. Any actual talent? Yeah. Well, from me and that fellow who plays cricket. Even Peterson's not really playing. Well, my sister went on with her string quartet and they played the sexy string quartet. The final countdown. They were beaten in the audience vote by the bloke who uh, plays the gum leaf. Yeah. 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 It, it wouldn't have been as embarrassing if he'd been doing the final countdown yeah. <laughs> on the gum leaf. But what can you do on the gum leaf? Just the skippy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's pretty, you can get, you know, you can put these bits of it. looking confused. Explain what so we need. One of these things like a jumbuck that we don't have. Oh, it's it's an elderly man with a leaf off a tree, and he plays it like a musical instrument. I would have been looking to beat him if I were your sister. <laughs> I'd, I'd, be, I'd back myself. Years of training at the conservatory. <laughs> I've, I've got a violin here. Surely, surely. <laughs> should have been just out of the garden, <laughs> having a go at the floor. Okay, that's uh, Richard Marsden has said to me before we were don't ask me, don't ask me. I don't think I've done anything. What do you got, Rich? I don't uh, think I've done anything. You've I worn a suit to work, Mr. Mark. Uh, we've all worn suits. It's freaking Mark Watson out. It's Wait, no, I, would have, I would have got my best British regalia on. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm coming in a suit of armour. <laughs> a bleep <laughs> is that. But it is uh, that is metal, and I'm still worried about it. It's uh, wear your jeans to work day uh, out in the sales department, so we've gone the inverse of that. But <laughs> are you sort of suggesting now, Richard, you I have done something. What have you done? He's got a smile. He's got a smile. Okay, there's a TV show called Love My Way. Really fantastic show, and I believe it is starting maybe in England very soon. That's what we need—a new TV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, it's drama. It's, it's, it's a new take on old theory. Yeah. You know. All right. Released in 
relationships and stuff. Oh, relationships. Yeah, yeah. 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 Time someone gave relationships <laughs> for three minutes. <laughs> it's an Australian show, and uh, I did I did a really weird fan thing, which I've never done before, and that is uh, drive around Sydney looking for the house, the famous house. Oh, did you? From the first wow. series, and I found it, and I got a photo in front of it. So that's pretty cool. Isn't wow. it? I mean, that's something to do. Yeah. It's a really distinctive house on the cliff. When you said that's pretty cool, nobody nodded. Nicky's a massive fan. He's a massive love, my wife. I took my wife to the neighbours sat last year. You're our winner. Not just the sat. The, uh, the festival uh, miraculously arranged for us to you know, meet the cast and all that kind of thing. My wife thought it was. Well, the best thing I didn't think it was. It was the best thing ever to happen to him, including me. Including me. Do you know that Ian Smith, Harold Bishop, does a tight five down at the uh, when they do the fan events? He comes down and does five minutes of stand up. He kills every time. He does. Yeah. See him do stand up. I probably would travel to Australia. He to and he lays him in the aisles every week. Actually, see as well as um, as well as going on the set. Before I knew we were going to be able to go on the set, I took her to this this thing in St Kilda. You know where they where they wheel the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was dreadful, depressing, <laughs> miserable experience. It's full of British idiots. Yeah. And, um, there's nothing worse than coming to Australia and meeting. Um, British people who, the sort of British people who come to Australia, you know, backpackers basically, yeah, you know, it's all very well, but, uh, and all these people screaming at toadfish, and I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is why I left the country. <laughs> <laughs> I told the festival this, and they responded by, um, yeah, arranging for us to actually go to, to neighbours. Oh, right? no, yeah, yeah. Which is, which, oh, probably, it's my wife's birthday, so I can't talk that for birthday. There you go. Uh, can you just say the name of your show again? What's it called? Mm. It's called <laughs> I'm worried I'm starting to hate almost everyone in the world. <laughs> it's a very funny show, yeah. but I can see that it's based on real life, on passion. Yeah. It is. Hey, listeners, what have you done? Yeah. What have you done? It's as simple as that. It's get this. We right. will accept anything. But make it, you know, have a brag. Let's have yeah. a brag today, you know? One triple big three, three five three. One triple three five three. Big yeah. note yourself. Well, yeah. That's Snow Patrol, hands open. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. We're already in Easter mode. Mark Watson is with us, comedian Mark Watson. Have to go and see his show if you're in Melbourne. But we're playing What Have You Done? Who's done something, Ed? Hi, Rachel. Hi, Ed. How are you? I'm good. What did you do? I've got one for Tones and one for Richard, actually. Yes. I went to see Howard Jones last week, Tony. He is absolutely true. Right. And the reason I went to see him was because you um, alerted me to the fact. Right. Good, we're helping out. And was it a good show? It was a very formal yeah. affair. About the merch. It was, there was a lot of merch. In fact, I bought some merch. I bought a signed CD. Was it yeah. from um, his parents, though? Was <laughs> it the story that his parents no, no, sell merch? His parents weren't running the merch. Thank God for that. That oh. made me feel very miserable. Yeah. Yeah. We were uh, lugging the gear, the car out the back. Oh, I can't bear it. I can't make a good time Joseph's parents. No, it was, but it was very formal tones. You had to um, sit down for the whole show. Oh, yeah. And it started at 8.30 on the dot. <laughs> and it was, there was an intermission. Well, so it's not the normal crazy anarchy you get in the house, don't you? Not as much crazy surfing as usual. But, but the, um, the hair's still the same, it's just a bit shorter. Yeah, yeah, you said you had something for Richard. Oh. Yes, I've picked up a proscenium, Richard. Oh, okay. Proscenium. <laughs> it was the, it's the club where Richard used to DJ, the yeah. club in Adelaide. In Adelaide, oh, right. right. Yeah. Something yeah. quite different. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and uh, was Richard on the ch- on the uh, wheels of steel. Look, I don't remember, and it was such a long time ago, Ed, it could have even been Richard, but yeah. he didn't pick up there, so well, I'm guessing it's not him. Do you remember the song that did it, uh, Rachel? 
<laughs> something by Rosetta Stone, maybe Bauhaus? No, I don't. I think it was a Smith. Did you ever play that? Yeah, it was a Smith. It's charming there. Get some going. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Rachel. No problem. You're also, Australians all saying, look, as well. <laughs> How's your day? Oh, look, it was good. <laughs> I'm already listening to you. You don't have to need to emphasize things anymore. Hi, friends. <laughs> and then we, we're attracting like as well from America. Oh, yeah. Look, a lot of like. Hi, Francis, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Excellent, what did you do? It was very immature. I, uh, one of my kids met the uh, political, I think, Murray Thompson, the member for Sandringham. Oh, yes. And she came home from school and said, Mum, he's an incredibly rude so-and-so. So with the kids in the car, coming back from school, got the big black texter out on the poster of Murray on Beach Road and uh, defaced it. <laughs> Yeah, I 
I don't know if you don't this sort of lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> you were riding an elephant in a skimpy nurse's outfit. Oh, well. Yeah. I tell my kids this story now and they look at me like I'm on crack. Yeah, well, they might have a point. Thank you very <laughs> much. Just don't <laughs> crack up the good. Uh, how are we going next? Hi, Paul. How are you? G'day, guys. Not too bad, thank you. Uh, and what, is, what have you done? Well, I certainly had a uh, few things in a row. Yeah. On grand final day at the AFL, yeah. we had drinks after the game in the bar with the cricket nets are underneath. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We went down there, emptied the place out by leaving the fire extinguisher off after we'd had too many and we kicked out. Sure. Job. Yep. Me and my mate then decided to strip off. Yeah. Run from one end of the ground to the other. How far did you get? Well, we made it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 to the job. <laughs> About 11 o'clock at night, all we could hear was the cleaners clapping and laughing and playing the grandstand. Oh, so it's an off-peak out street. <laughs> I think the fine is for an off-peak. Just the just catching it near Billigan. it just going to make And will you be we, doing that again, Paul? Oh, we didn't finish. We get to the end, yeah. out the turnstile, into the park, obviously lose the day's takings in the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get across to the pub, and there's a heap of people coming into the pub Got their sunnies on their head, yeah. all covered in white from the fire extinguisher. Go some, but oh, sorry, let off the fire extinguisher and cleared the place out. Yeah. You know, we are running so late, but it is our last show of the week. It's our last show uh, uh, next Tuesday. Not for It's worth three or four minutes over, over an extra show. Let's just sneak one more in here. We're not allowed to. Let's Murray, how are you? G'day, boys. How's it going? Yeah, really good. What have you done? Mate, I've just done it. I've knocked off for the long weekend. Yeah. Did you knock off from some important job that we need you to be doing? Monitoring traffic, air traffic control, some kind of field like that? Cab driver, mate. Oh, right. Well, there you go. You heard the rest, mate. Yes. Fantastic. I'm going to be the drunk tonight instead of pick up the drunk. Sorry. Give them some of their own bits. Good on you. It's good. Thanks, mate. It's time to sign off.